0: This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Oh my God, I'm so nervous. I'm like on the internet and everything. There's like a bajillion people watching. Actually, this is going to be so crazy. Oh my God, it's already on. It's already on. Get my stunt double.
1: <laughs> I thought you never had one. I
0: actually, I actually, I actually had one. Hold no. on, let me tell you. This. Was my stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, actually, let's start by, by telling our audience a little bit about yourself. Who are you?
1: Actually, I'm I'm 11, and I'm a proud member of the Baina Kids program.
0: Very cool. What have you done with Baina Kids, if anything? (laughs)
1: uh, We've done plays, sleepovers, lots of things, programs. What
0: was your specific job in any of the plays? Did you do anything in particular yourself? Uh,
1: In the first play, I was one of the students. In the second play, I ain't going to say what I am. What the light thing? After everything I taught you with no, the light thing? No, 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 I thought we were keeping that a secret.
0: No, tell. It's oh. okay. They, they, we didn't get to do the thing. So at least tell them what you learned.
1: Well, I learned how to make really cool. I learned how to make really cool lights, where yeah. all the lights flash different colors. I don't and know why
0: my thing is flashing me. like that. I don't. Know. Yeah. It's weird. It's like I'm having an electrical seizure
1: or a glitch.
0: Yeah, I know. Like, I think it's my allergies. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll turn this light down. Maybe that'll help. I don't know. Hold on. Nope, that didn't help. I don't know. Okay, we'll figure it out. But you can hear me fine, right? Yeah. That's just special effects. We'll just call it special effects.
1: Yeah. Okay, so <laughs>
0: we wanted. I wanted to have another session with you guys and talk about... Um, some of the questions that I didn't get to cover in the last time I had it with Ahmad Shah. Um, on Surah al I didn't give another assignment online yet. So I sent you a few questions. Let's go through them and let's talk about them, Inshallah, And hopefully I can get this glitch to get fixed. Thank goodness. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Read okay. the first one to me.
1: So the first one is from Kaden Ali Omar. He's eight mm-hmm. and from Ismaila, Egypt. His thoughts Ooh. are, "I have learned." Do you from know the what the Arabic word
0: for Egypt is? Think, think, think. Now remember, the the Arabic word in the Quran for Egypt is Misr. Misr. M- M-I-S-R, Say it. Misr. Misr. So what did what did uh, Kate uh, Qadil Ali Umar send us?
1: Um, his thoughts are, I've learned from the surah that life is a test and Allah wants you to make either good or bad choices. These choices Mm. will either reward you in heaven or send you to the hellfire. Is this correct?
0: Well, not entirely. So let's let's take each thing he said and think about that, okay? So the first thing he says is that I've learned from the surah that life is a test. You know Surah al right? Allah swears by time, every human being is in loss, etc. We can see you in the back, by the way. Aryan, hi. hi. Hi, you're on the internet. You're famous. The pajamas are famous too now. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so the thing is that uh, the word test was never used in the surah, right? Mm-hmm. But it's really interesting that he thought that this, Surah tells us that life is a test. Now, what in the world in this Surah could there be that would make him think that life is a test? Well, I think because in tests, you have short time, right? Because you don't have unlimited time when you take a test. You just have like an hour or 45 minutes and the time runs out.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? And the Surah begins with Allah swearing by time running out. So he's right. It does kind of teach us that we have a very limited time to get something done, which is exactly like a test, right? Right? So that's that part I would agree with. But then he says Allah wants you to take to make either good or bad choices and these choices will either reward you in heaven or send you to hell. Did Allah say heaven or hell in this surah? No. He said human beings are in loss except those who have faith who do good deeds who tell each other to you know be truthful and who tell each other to to stay patient. Basically, he didn't mention heaven or hell, right? Now, yes, heaven and hell are part of winning and losing. Somebody successful will go to heaven. Somebody who's failed can end up in hellfire. May Allah protect us from hellfire. But this surah is telling us about all kinds of winning and all kinds of losing, not just stuff that's going to happen in heaven and hell, right? Anybody, think about it this way: anybody who wastes their time, are they going to miss out on things? Yeah. Anybody who wastes their time and they didn't study, for example, for a test, are they going to pass? Are they going to fail a test? Yeah. So they're going to lose. Anybody who didn't practice, are they going to make it on the team? No, because they didn't lose, didn't use their time, so they're not going to make it. If you want to accomplish something, you have to make use of your time, right? Yeah. So in one sense, what Allah is saying is pretty obvious. Look, if you don't put the work in and you don't use your time wisely, you're never going to succeed. And then he told, told us what the work is to really have to make sure our faith is strong And to make sure that we do certain good things that are going to help us become stronger and then make sure that other people are holding on to their faith and doing good things too. And when they're falling in the right, wrong direction, that we can remind them and we should be okay with them reminding us too. And then vice, and then, and then sometimes it's harder to do good things. And so we stay patient and, uh, you know, we, we tell each other to stay patient. Anyway, so he, what's his next question? Or you you have, what other questions does he have? Other than these thoughts. Hey, where'd you go? Don't
1: give up on me. I know, just a moment. Okay, the next okay, question is, what are the rewards and what are the losses?
0: Okay, so what are the rewards and what are the losses? And the thing is, when you, when you do what this surah says, the first reward, I would think, is that you become stronger. Right, you start seeing things differently because you realize what's actually important and what's not important, what should get done now, what can wait, and other people don't realize it, so they're wasting their time doing things that don't matter, and you don't become like them. So in a sense, you become stronger, and that's your first reward. The second, of course, is you're not the one drowning, you're not the one failing. I mean, think of it this way: if somebody knows that there is a, a a giant wave, like a tsunami, you know those flood waves that come and they can crash entire buildings and drown everybody. If you knew that that was coming, right, and you're, of course, you're taking the car and you're driving in the opposite direction, right? Would you say, well, what am I going to get from driving this way? I ahead. mean, what's the rule? It's an obvious question, right? If the if you're gonna if if loss is coming your way, if destruction is coming your way then going in the opposite direction is obvious. <sighs> Alhamdulillah. And you wouldn't ask, why am I doing that? It's obvious, because I don't want to be from those who lose. What do you get from it? You get to be saved. You get to be saved, right? So that's the that's the mindset we should have about it. Okay, who else asked us a question?
1: Um, uh, Ahmed Khan, she's 16, and she's from Islam- Islamabad. Oh,
0: I think it's a he. Tell her it's a he. I would think it's a he. Uh,
1: okay, anyway, go on. Okay, uh, their first thought is, the surah talks about steadfastness and that one should hold on to it at all times and do righteous deeds.
0: What's steadfastness, Aishi? Uh, That's a big word. Yeah, I know, right? Have you ever used steadfastness in a sentence? Hey, that's. could you pass the steadfastness over? Uh, I want to put that on my sandwich. No, you don't use the word steadfastness every day. So I'm glad that she used that word, but I think she got it or he got it from a translation of the Qur'an. The thing is that I like using smaller words because you guys can understand them easier. Instead of steadfastness, you can just say patience. Is that easier to understand? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this one talks about patience. Okay, that's his first thought. What what else is he thinking? Um,
1: it talks about counseling others, but some people are not all
0: receptive. Not at all receptive, yeah. It's true, just because you want to tell someone they're messing up. Like, you know, when you were practicing at the play with us over here, some kids would goof off, right? Or some kids would, like, cross the line or maybe start fighting each other or say mean things to each other or something like that, right? And then you try to give them advice and they would calm down. But some of them would repeat that behavior again and again, right? So sometimes we tell people to do something, but they may listen or they may not listen. That's not up to us. Allah didn't tell us, make sure everybody does the right thing. We're not in charge of anybody else. You can't control anybody else. All you can do is respectfully, kindly advise somebody and they can do the same thing to you. But then you have to make your own choice, right? So And that's okay. You can't say, well, they're not going to listen, so why should I even bother? That's, that shouldn't be our attitude. You know? Okay. Keep reading.
1: Um, third thought. The word closer is not too concise on emphasizing that it means, to me at least.
0: Uh, I don't know what that means, but what is she saying then? Um, what does she say after that?
1: After that, it's just questions.
0: Okay. Let's read her questions.
1: Okay, the first one. When it hmm. says, by the time, does it mean the past, the present, and the future, or the future, or all three?
0: What do you think? Future. The beings are future. I think it means the past, the present, and the future. Like Allah is talking about people a long time ago that failed, and he's including them. And he's talking about people right now that are wasting their time and how they're failing. And he's talking about people in the future that will waste their time and how they're failing. They're going to fail. And he's also talking about people in the past that made sure they did the four things of the They believed, they did good things, they told each other to be truthful, they told each other to, to stay patient. Those people in the past or the present or the future are always going to be successful. So it's kind of like... There is, you know, he's right, past and present and future, all three. Very good. Okay, what else?
1: The second question is, it talks about steadfastness when one is in What What was the
0: other word for steadfastness? Patience. Okay, good.
1: It talks about patience when one is in state of loss, but sometimes hmm. in the state of loss, we end up doing things that we shouldn't and we regret them later. But is there anything we could have done in the first place?
0: Hmm, that's a really good question. Well, one thing we could have done in the first place is remembered the surah maybe it would have helped us stay patient. You know, the sometimes when you're losing your patience is the, the last the, it's really hard at that time to remember Allah's words. Like it's really easy for you and I to talk about surah al-asr right now because we decided to set a time aside, read some questions about surah al-asr and have that conversation. But when you're having a fight with your brother and you're losing your patience, that's not going to be a time where you're going to remember what? You get it? But that's what a believer has to do. This is why the companions, every time they met each other, they would recite the surah to each other. Hey, remember this. Remember this. Remember this. Because we, we forget it all the time. It's the shortest surah. It's the easiest to remember. But, you know, it, it's so easy to forget when the time comes. Right? Um, There was an interesting question, that I think, um, I think we skipped his question. What should we be patient for and for how long? Remember that question?
1: Uh, Go
0: back to the first one. Yeah,
1: Yeah. what should we be patient? I remember
0: pa- that reading that and I really wanted to talk about it. Well, read the question to me again.
1: What should we be patient for and, how, uh, and for how long?
0: Okay, I'm gonna quiz you on this. I'm gonna tell you four things and I'll see if you can remember those four things, okay?
1: Can I write them
0: down? Yeah. But then once you write them down, you can't look back down at it.
1: Okay.
0: Okay, go get a pen.
1: Yeah.
0: Ready? So, what should we be patient for and for how long? Number one, stuff that happens. Number two, things you don't get. Number three, things you have to do. I like you, I see you right fast. You don't say, wait, 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 what was number one? Wait, 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 wait. no, you're up, you're up to speed. Number four, things you shouldn't do. Okay, now, I don't expect you to remember that yet, but let's talk about each of these, okay? First one is what, you wrote it down?
1: Stuff that happens.
0: Yeah, you should be patient with stuff that happens. Maybe something happened that you didn't like. Maybe somebody said something you didn't like. Maybe there's a, you know, the electricity is gone and the AC is not working and it's really hot and it's, you don't like it. Or you really wanted to go somewhere and we canceled plans. And that's upsetting. Stuff happens, right? Stuff happens that makes us upset. And the first place we should be patient is when things happen that are out of our control and or things that other people may even do to us or because of them we're upset and we can lose our patience and start using words we shouldn't use, getting loud like we shouldn't get, have tantrums, et cetera. So that's the first one, make sense? Huh. So he says, what should we be patient for? The first thing we should be patient for in situations when stuff happens, right? What's the second one? Things you don't get. Yep. Sometimes you're hoping to get something. Remember I asked you, what do you lose patience for? When
1: you get mad.
0: Yeah, but why would you get mad?
1: Like, for example, when I really want this thing for my birthday, but then my parents say no and they have a good reason, but I don't listen to them anyways.
0: Ah, things you don't get, right? It's stuff you were hoping to get and you didn't get it, and that's upsetting, and that can make you lose patience. That can make you upset. By the way, let's talk about what does it mean to lose patience anyway? It means to be upset, to be to be negative, to be angry, you know, or to act out in the wrong way. So we I mean it's okay for for, for you to feel upset, but when that feeling makes you say things and do things you shouldn't be saying and doing, well that's a problem. Also, it's okay to feel upset a little bit, but if you stay upset and you want to live in it and swim in its swimming pool, And breathe it in all the time, and you're just constantly upset over that one piece of Kit Kat you didn't need or something for five years. There's a problem, right? You should move on a little bit when something's upset. Okay, maybe temporarily it's upset, but there's bigger problems because we have very little time and we've got much more important things to do. Isn't that what the point of the surah is? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Right? I'll give you a crazy example. Crazy example would be somebody's in a building that's on fire and they're waiting for the you know, the vending machine to give out their soda, right? So they put in their dollar and the, 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 the drink isn't coming out and they're like, I'm so upset and the building's on fire. Oh, no, you need to get out. It's okay. I know you didn't get the drink, but you gotta go. You get it? Sometimes there's more important things. Yes, that may be upsetting, but there's something more upsetting if you stay, right? So that's the, the things you don't get. Um, what was the next one? Uh things you stuff that happens, things you don't get, what else? Things you have to do. Yeah, like you know, pray fajr.
1: Oh wonderful.
0: And then the water and your eyes are like this and you know sometimes Allah makes us Allah asks us to do things we don't want to do, we feel lazy. And of course, it's not just a Sometimes we have to do things for our parents or family, take out the trash, do the dishes, stuff we have to do in life. Sometimes we're, we have to fulfill obligations, you know, that require patience because they're not enjoyable. It's not, not everything is as fun as, you know, eating a cake or watching a movie or playing a video game or something. It's some things aren't fun. We have to do them anyway. So things you have to do, they require patience, right? So, Um, The Quran isn't just talking about patiently pray But for example If your mom asked you to clean the kitchen Right And you went Has has she ever asked you to clean the kitchen And help clean the kitchen
1: She asked me to put the dishes back
0: Okay So if she asked you to do the dishes back And you did this Can you show me your roly eyes No 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 Can you do better than that Oh come on That's it Actually, look, look, look. Ah.
1: Ah.
0: And every dish you put away. Oh, God. What was that? Nothing. You're doing it, but you're doing it without patience. You get it? There's an attitude that came with it. So sometimes we have to do things, but we have to do things properly without you know like that attitude that i don't have the patience for this i don't want to do this etc get it okay last one things what
1: um things you uh shouldn't do
0: yep sometimes we really want to do something and allah doesn't want us to do it or we're not allowed to do it or we're not supposed to do it and we're supposed to control ourselves like with the kids, for example, when I was teaching them manners in the masjid, they go in the masjid and they start beating each other up or wrestling or crazy stuff, right? Or speaking louder and louder and louder. And there are other people trying to recite Quran, right? And they just want to have... Because I don't ever get to see my friends, so that's the only time I get to see them. Hold on, you're in Allah's house. Allah's house deserves a little bit of respect. There's time for you to goof off and play. And then when the adhan is given, it's time for you to show respect. And sit down and remember Allah. And whatever surah you know, you recite it or pray a couple of records and that's the that's because the adhan has been called that there's no time for that stuff now there's some things you shouldn't do right there are some places where you shouldn't do certain things sometimes where you shouldn't do certain things right and so that also requires patience it's also true that you know like for your parents or your teachers or whoever sometimes i you know like me as your teacher sometimes i'm goofing off with you guys right we're playing a board game or playing ping pong. or We're doing something else. At that time, I'm your friend. And then other times I'm your teacher. But am I the same way when I'm your teacher as when I'm your friend? No, because when I'm your teacher, I expect you to show me a different kind of respect. I expect you to be disciplined. I expect you to pay attention to what I'm saying, not talk back, etc. But if we're goofing off and playing, we can joke around with each other, you can, I can, you know, lose a point. You can say, oh, et cetera. You know, you could do that because at that time, we're playing a different role. So, there are, in, in some situations, you're supposed to be a certain way. In other situations, you're supposed to be other ways, right? So, that's kind of the answer to his question. What should be patient, you be patient for? And not, it's not about for how long. Patience doesn't mean that you have to sit there, and hold your breath forever. It just means you have to observe, you have to do the proper thing in the proper situation have to be appropriate. You have to think about what's the right way. Should I be raising my voice at the top of my lungs when I'm driving in the car with my family? The person sitting next to me is six inches away. I don't need, they don't, they're not on top of a mountain. So I can talk to them normally. I can be a little more patient with myself and them. You understand? Mm-hmm. So that that's what the, you know, as kids, you guys can observe patients in different situations and really ask yourself, is this the way I should be behaving in this situation, okay? All right, and and finally, of course, there's a one last kind of patience I wanted to talk about. Uh, I gave you four, right? Stuff that happens. Yeah. Things you don't. What, what were they again?
1: Stuff that happens, things you shouldn't do, things you don't get. Yeah. And things you don't. Uh, things you don't want to do.
0: Things you have to do, but you don't want to. Yeah, very good. Um, just as a, as another note, sometimes there are you have to be patient with how you feel. Right. Because sometimes you can get really upset and you're really you're, you're mad at maybe your dad or you're mad at your mom for, because she said something and it made you feel a certain way. Right. But you're not understanding why they said it. You're just so lost in your own feelings. You're not even thinking about why they said it. And you start telling yourself, well, if they love me, they wouldn't say that. She doesn't love me. She hates me. She doesn't. And it's all, this, the entire conversation is happening in your head that has nothing to do with reality. And you're not being patient to actually listen to what's being said to try and understand before you get that upset. You understand? So sometimes patience also means controlling our upsetness a little bit, putting the brakes on it, and giving a good listen. And to try and understand. And maybe that'll help us resolve some of our feelings. Okay. Let's move on to another one. Come on. Okay. We have a little bit of time left. Yeah. Okay. Who is so, it?
1: Um, Mariam Binti Imran. She's six and a half. And she's from oh. San Jose, California. Cool. Okay. You ever been? Uh, Been to California. And we have been to San Jose.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh, Her first thought is, when we will die, our time will be up.
0: For a six-year-old, they thought that when we die, our time will be up? That's deep. It's a little dark, but it's also deep. Okay.
1: Her second thought is, if you are not believers, do not care about people and the earth, do not tell the truth, and and you are not patient, you will be in loss.
0: What a deep thinker, Mariam. Okay, what are your questions, Mariam?
1: Okay, how does Allah keep time? With a clock or a timer?
0: I think I'll let you answer this one. Um,
1: With a timer?
0: <laughs> no, not with a clock and not with a timer, surprisingly. We don't know how to keep track of time, so we need clocks and we need timers. Right? We need calendars. Allah is the maker of time. Allah is the creator of time. Time to him is like, you know how we own an object? Like we own, I can own this pen. Right? Um, I control it. I can bend it. I can throw it away. I can break it. I can use it. Right? Allah owns time. He doesn't need to keep track of it or keep up with it. He's never the one losing time. We're the ones losing time. He can't lose it because he what? He owns made it. He made it. He owns it. He controls it. It's uh, the way I like to help you think about this. And inshallah, those of you that are older also will help, it'll help you understand. You can think of time like a bag. Okay? And all of us are inside that bag. But Allah is the one holding the bag. Okay? So all of us are inside that bag, meaning we have to think about the past or the present or the future. And we have to keep track of that. But Allah, since he owns it, he owns all of us and the time itself that we're in. He doesn't have to think about the past, present, and future the way we do. He doesn't have to wait for the future like we do. He doesn't have to, he can't look, you know, recreate the past the way we can. Once the past is gone for us, it's gone. But Allah can see the past and the present and the future just as clearly. Because it's all in front of Him. He owns the whole thing. Get it? So yeah, clocks and timers are things we need. Allah doesn't need them. Okay? Uh,
1: Her second question is, how and why are people in great loss?
0: Well, we kind of answered that question before. What do you think? Why are people in great loss?
1: Because we aren't patient sometimes, and we do things we don't want to do, which causes greater problems.
0: Yep. And we don't realize how little time we have to do good things. Right? Okay. Let's read the next one. Okay. Who do we got?
1: Uh, Sabit Ahmed Sadiq. She, mm-hmm. uh, he's 15, and he's from Dhaka, Bangladesh.
0: Who? Cool. So, you ever been?
1: Yeah, that's where most of my family lives
0: very cool do you know the language
1: uh bangla also
0: i know a little bit what is, that means i know a little bit
1: yeah
0: okay so so say hello to everyone from bangladesh in bangla um. do it hi <laughs> okay good enough <laughs> so what are Samit's thoughts
1: Okay. <laughs> His first thought is, I think this surah contains an attitude that is a must for a Muslim.
0: I agree. Well, what else?
1: Okay. Um, the the second ayah says the, that mankind is in loss. Does this mean mankind didn't use time correctly? Um, that's why Allah swore by time.
0: I don't even have to add anything to that. That's a really good way of putting a question that has a thought in it. That's absolutely true. Great job. That was really well thought out. Go on.
1: Um, Nowadays, many people feel disturbed if anyone advises them good. So if I don't advise anyone, can I still be a good Muslim?
0: Yeah, sometimes people do get disturbed when you advise them. And Allah is not telling us to keep advising people who don't want to hear it. Like you don't have this conversation with me and then go to your brother and say, hi, I need to give you advice because Sultan says I must give you advice. He says, leave me alone. Get out of my room. No, but I have to give you advice and I have to be patient and keep giving it to you even if you don't want it. Get out of my room. No, because I'm a true believer and I don't want to be lost, loss and therefore I must advise you that you need to lower your... No, no. That's crazy. You have to give each other advice, which means actually you have to have people in your life that are willing to help you and you're willing to help, help. them. Right. So sometimes people don't want to hear it. And our some, some of our greatest scholars said when you try to give somebody advice and they don't want to hear it, you've done your job. And if you, to, if you keep doing that over and over again to them, like in your family, friends or whatever, then you're no longer doing a good deed. You're just being arrogant because you're making them feel bad. Right, So you do what you can and if they don't want to hear it, then at least you did your job But you should do it respectfully and lovingly right? So that's, that's the important part So yeah, if some people don't want to hear it, you could still be a good Muslim And the thing that this surah is not saying is go advise people You know that each other part is really important That means that you have to have relationships and friendships and family, siblings, whoever That you're always willing to listen to advice first and when it's time to give, you should give advice. And actually, let me tell you something. When somebody gives you advice, you're like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, you want to give me advice? Well, I got some advice to you. <laughs> It's kind of like, oh, yeah, because if somebody gave you advice, it's like they scored a point. I have to even the score. I have to tie the score. I'm going to give you some advice back, right? That's not how it should be. You should not be giving somebody advice because they gave you advice to even the score. If they had something to say that benefits, because the only time you should open your mouth to, to advise someone, is you're not thinking about correcting them or criticizing them or pointing out what they're doing wrong. You're you're saying something genuinely because you care for them. And what's you, what you're saying is something that's good for them. It's not, You're not saying it to make yourself feel better or for them to feel worse or for them to be more like you want them to be. No, you're giving them advice because you genuinely think that that's advice they could use for themselves. It'd be good for them. And that's the same attitude they should have towards you. It shouldn't be revenge advice. Oh, yeah, I'm going to advise you right back. What about you? It shouldn't <laughs> be that way. Okay, so go, go on. Read the next one.
1: Um, okay, so should I advise everyone around me even if they feel disturbed?
0: I think we kind of answered that one, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's move on. Last one.
1: Last one. Okay. This is from Ishal H Ahmed. She's 10 and she's from Zambonga City, Philippines. Cool. Yeah. And then her, her question is what does advising one another of truth and patience mean?
0: You know this this twitching now everybody knows I'm actually a cyborg from the future. Anyway, what is it? was the question again? I, I was my chip was malfunctioning.
1: <laughs> what does advising one another of truth and patience mean?
0: What does advising one another of truth and patience mean? That's a really good question. What's her name again? Ishal. Yeah. She's ten. It means when somebody's lying, what should you tell them? Hey, come on. You should lie to mom like that. Just tell the truth. It's okay. But if I tell the truth, I'll get in trouble. It's okay. It'll be fine. you will be okay. Just be strong. Be patient with whatever comes. But don't lie. Advising each other to the truth is you're somebody's, you, you know, you know something wrong is happening. And you're like, but they're my friends. I shouldn't say anything. No, you should. You say, hey, guys, the way you made fun of her the other day, I don't think that's cool. That's just the truth. you shouldn't be making you shouldn't be giving each other mean nicknames. you shouldn't be pointing at each other and how they're how you're dressed and making fun. It's not right. you should you know the truth is you should just apologize to her for hurting her feelings. That's advising each other to the what to the truth. But is it easy to apologize sometimes? No, it feels like I'm admitting my mistake, I'm putting somebody else above me. It hurts our pride to apologize and that's where the patience comes in. No, it's okay. you can do it. The right thing to do i know it's hard but it's the right thing to do so patience also means you have to overcome your own feelings to do the right thing and so when she's asking what is advising one another of truth and patience means you're going to see an opportunity to do that every single day somebody will tell you something true and you're not going to like it sometimes somebody will tell you what you did was not okay and i think you should do better all right you should fix it and you'll say who are you to tell me wait what about you and you get defensive right but what bil haq, what bil sabr means, when somebody does give you that kind of genuine advice, you say you're right, I'll fix it. You're right, that's not right of me to do, and I'm going to admit that I did something wrong and I'll fix it, right? And the same thing you try to tell somebody else, but you try to tell it again in a loving, respectful kind of way. It's been real, Aishi. Thank you so much for this question-answer session. Did you enjoy yourself? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're. Uh, I hope that inshallah we can have more of these sessions, but I think I'm going to be tying up the Sotul Asr series. And for the audience that's watching me uh, glitch, I'm going to get, try to fix that problem and also give you guys your next assignment pretty soon. Barakallahu Alaikum. alaikum, Ashir. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye.